Hello again, Salsa Heroes. Welcome to part two of your favorite show, Weeb's Bullshit Finale. Enjoy. Do you have any, like, show-specific thoughts you had in mind? Any of, like, the uh, plot arcs? Like, mini-plot arcs? Like the... Like, on the fucking, like, Ruka line? When you try to fix Ruka, or on the Moaka oh. line, when you try to fix Moaka. For me, like... my, my best, like, side plot bit yeah. was the bit with, um, Mr. Braun. Moaka's plot line. Yeah. Moaka is Shining Fingers. Yes. I, I remember because it's written down. Yes. On, on my phone. Uh. I'm a genius. Mo- Moaka's, uh, uh, yes. experience. Was... Where we find out what, who FB is when we try to undo her text. Yeah. Uh. This this show does a great job, and one of the reasons why it's one of my favorites now, if not my favorite, is just it takes all of the side characters and gives them their own little shining bit. Yeah. Like all of them matter. Uh, in a in in a way that is set up to the point where it doesn't feel shoehorned in. Yeah. To give them extra plot. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I I loved that whole section. Uh, everything about Mr. Braun, like, wanting to protect his kid and, like, working for CERN. Uh, and there was the, the, one of the great, uh, so I love making predictions in, in anime yep. and just shows in general and movies in general. Uh, and this one had one where, like, Moloka was talking to this, miss, like, this uh, unknown figure called FB through text. Um, and it was, like, who is FB and they go into this whole episode or two where they're trying to figure out who FB is uh, and they find out that it's Mr. Braun uh, and they're like, how, like, uh, they like can't believe it's him and then it, so Mr. Braun works in a CRT TV shop and the creator of this like CRT TV tube uh, is like Ferdinand Braun. Yeah. So that's why he's FB. And I was like, holy crap, dude, that's crazy. Because like, I, I like to imagine that there's somebody who's seen this show who knows that the creator of the, the like CRT TV tube is named Ferdinand, Ferdinand Braun. Ferdinand Braun. And, and, and Okabe literally calls him Mr. Braun the entire yeah. the entire show. It's like foreshadowed for us. Yeah. If we only knew what to look for. Except that yeah. I thought he was Braun because he was a jacked muscle yeah, guy. Yeah, because he's, he's super ripped. Like, he's this big, strong man. Uh, like, that. I thought that's why he called him Braun, but he calls him Braun because Ferdinand Braun made the CRT TV tubes. And that's why his code name is FB and it blew my goddamn mind. <laughs> I, I do just like the idea of like somebody could have known that and yeah. could have made that connection. Could have gotten it. Like uh, but that's why that was my favorite. What was yours? Um I I I also really liked the Amoka mm-hmm. one. There were a few things I didn't I didn't like when when Braun shot Moaka I thought that animation sequence looked a little bit like trash. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, no, it that was, was not very well it was animated. Not very pretty. Yeah, uh, and then also definitely not just checking my notes here for shit. Uh, oh, jeez, didn't even mean that. Uh, 
That's another thing. Every time that Mayuri sees somebody that she knows, she says hi and then goes do do do, and it went surprisingly endearing. Yeah, I went from like the first time I was like, oh that's cute. Second time, that's a little annoying. Third time, I'm like, oh no, it's just cute. It's just yeah, right on back. Never mind. Right, right, went on that circular path. The best. Oh, and the part where she's. She's carrying like all the snacks back to the house and she sees somebody on the street that she knows and she's really tired. So she's like, oh, hey. Dude. I was like, tired ah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so adorable. God. Yes. Um, there were a few things about the Ruka plotline that I liked. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, it dealt in some weird gender identity things, mm-hmm. stuff that anime hadn't really gone into before. There is, is one person who. Uh, Sends a a email back in time, uh, to tell her mom to eat more. His mom. His his mom to eat more vegetables mm-hmm. because apparently eating more vegetables. Because folklore says, says that. that if you eat more vegetables, you have a girl instead of a boy, uh, and he's always wanted to be a girl, uh, and it works. Um, so yeah, that Ruka's plot. Yeah, yeah Ruka, yeah. or Arushibara. Yes. Yeah. And so, turns out that that a he, she, they have always had a crush on Okabe, so they make him go on a date. Yep. And my god, is that the most awkward thing I've oh. seen in my life. Oh, it's cripplingly awkward. Although the moment where he's going over dating advice, and he's like, subtly protect them from danger if anything's <laughs> oncoming, and a car drives past and he yells, fire in the hole! And, and then like, jumps in her... <laughs> That shit is hilarious. Oh my god, I laughed so hard. That, I'm glad you laughed at that oh, part, yeah. dude. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, I, I like. I, I I did like that. I thought that. I, I mostly just like Arushibara's little subplot because it reminded me so much of, of a Hideyoshi from. I, I reference Baka and Tess literally all the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it reminded me of Hideyoshi from Baka and Tess. Yeah. The big joke is that they are a guy who everyone thinks is a girl, no matter yeah. how many times they say, because I'm a guy, and no one is like, nope, you are in fact a girl, and they're like, no, I'm clearly not, and just like, uh, and to the point where in season two, they define Hideyoshi as, as his own gender, and so that, so they have changing rooms for men, women, and Hideyoshi. Hideyoshi. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. So fucking funny. And, uh, yeah, well, so. So did you have any negatives? From um, the show. Dig deep. Think. <laughs> oh man, I can't. Exactly. I've I mean, you did already it. say there was that one animation yeah, point. Yeah, there where were it a dropped. couple 2011 animation slip ups that happened where I was like, not the biggest fan of it. Um, I. Super ripped Okabe. After the room shop, <laughs> there's this one where like they they did this thing where um like the two char- these two characters are like kind of like staggered, uh, and Okabe is like really close to the camera and he's like hunched over and he looks like a fucking gorilla, <laughs> like he's just ripped. He like gains thirty pounds in muscle mass. Yeah, his shoulders are just huge. Like and there's there's a couple <laughs> of points where like there's just like short frames where it looks. 
like some of the characters' faces are made out of putty and they might yeah. have squeezed a little bit too hard in one spot. Yeah, their faces like, are all like Okube's face when he finds her in the closet. His, like like one of his cheeks is like it looks completely concave. caved in. Yeah, 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 you saw that shit too. Yeah, it looks like he's made out of clay and somebody punched him in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think animation, while good at points, I don't think blew me away. No, and, and it had a bunch of laughs. I think the show could have visually been more impressive oh, yeah. to match up to the story. I guess that's that's a negative, right? Yeah. Yeah, that counts. As yeah. a man trying to fucking find <laughs> It's to the point where you're like wondering if anything's a negative yeah, anymore. For fucking sure. Uh, yeah, I, oh my god. So. I uh, mean, my only negative was that if, if you're into really fast paced action anime, the first like 10, 9 or 10 episodes, until yeah. you get to the point where you if find out. You just had like straight up like. Jojo bleach One Piece to the fucking veins. Yeah. I guess not, not, not like bleach in One Piece because those have like filler arcs in them and stuff. Yeah. But if you just want like, you're just in there for the fucking nuts to butts action. Like <laughs> nuts to butts action. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. like that. I like that. It's like balls to the wall. Yeah. Nuts but to butts. nuts to butts. All right. Nuts to butts action. Yeah. But yeah. No. If you if you're in there for that and you know you like your action anime like. It's it's a little slow at the start. Um, oh my god, it's like Neon Genesis Evangelion could have sucked less dick and still been interesting for first ten episodes of nothing. Yeah. Come on, the yeah. first episodes were they were actually here. the worst. They are that is some of the worst anime I've ever, I've ever watched. I know, I know. Uh, the ending was cool. One man's opinion, man. Uh, yeah, Actually, yeah. you know, many, many more than many, one man's many, man, many man's opinions. Yeah. And uh, women's. Yes. And fucking gender fluid people. Yes. Everyone Everybody. hates that shit. I, I guess. love that shit except me. <laughs> so, oh yeah, another, another issue I had with it. Well, I did think that Daru was cute. I thought that he was a very non-fleshed out character for one. I thought he was, of all the people, I thought he was the most two-dimensional. He was just... Ha ha titties, and by the end you're still like ha ha titties. Yeah. Like what was his character arc inside of there? His character arc was ha ha titties. <laughs> exactly. And then the idea, I'm a I'm a software engineer. I hate the idea of just a general hacker who's good at everything, and just like he's he's what we call in the business a unicorn dev, because mm. he would be someone. He's this one in a million who's good at everything. And they are so weird. I don't think I'd find a random unicorn dev hanging out inside of, like, some shitty laboratory. Or just, like, even so, you don't just, like, let me hack and discern quickly. You know, just, like, Lamau casual. Ooh. At least the, some of the terminology he used wasn't, like, oh, I'm cracking the mainframe, like, yeah. like 80s hacker movie shit. But, like, it was still just, it was, I didn't. I thought they could have done better with Daru. I think that there could have been a little more depth to him, but oh, yeah. that's fine. Although his, although he had some one-liners that just cracked me the fuck up. He was like a hilarious a, character. Like when Arushibara first came over to the, first came over to the house, and and they do the beautiful a picture a perfect image of feminine grace. And a dude, and dude. and a dude, and then and then and then he leaves, and Daru just kind of looks at Okame and is like, "Dude, I have it written down, dude." 
balls or not, I'd totally hit that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I died. <laughs> balls or not, oh, I'd, I'd totally hit, hit that. that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Daru's Daru's a funny character. It's it's funny because he almost like works as a two-dimensional character in this he world sh- because everybody else is so fleshed out. Yeah. Like, he just gets to be like, I literally just love anime titties. Like, that's just his shtick. <laughs> yeah, fucking, it's, it's incredible. Now, there's one more plot thing I want to go into before we dive into the art corner as we are an hour into the show yeah. already. Yep. So now, uh, there is in fact a new season called Steins Gate Zero. Yes. And what the difference is that episode 23 is different in that he goes and he fails to save Kurosu. Only instead of instead of Mayuri giving him five across the face, she comforts him and gives him a hug and he doesn't go back and he doesn't save Kurosu. And so and that's called 23 beta. And so he 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 gives up and it's in the World War 3 plot t- timeline. And, uh, and then suddenly, I think, he sees Kurosu as an AI on, like, a computer monitor, and then Steins Gate Zero starts. Oh. And that's, I haven't watched it yet, but that's apparently the difference. Interesting. Yes. So, yeah, that is the, uh, difference. So instead of being like, get back in the fight, she's like, I'm sorry, you never have to go through that again. Yeah. And, and he gives up. And that's what Zero It's and cool, because I, like, I could see both of those. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, the, the slap was the most out of character thing. Yeah, like well, when never... when she went into the the like uh, explanation of why she did and like the big speech that she gives to kind of like support him to get him to go back and save Kurosu, uh, like I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like she cares about her friends and she wants her friends to care about their friends. Um, and that's like her whole deal is just friendship and happiness and magical fairy dust. Like she's just like, all about the caringness. So like I understood why she wanted him to go back and get her, but like at the same time I can see why she would be like, no, like stop doing that to yourself. It sucks. Uh, I want to go into now everyone's. I don't know if it's their favorite part because we've never had someone comment on this. I've never heard feedback about <laughs> on this. The, on the art corner? Yeah, yeah, no. So, but it's time for the art corner. Do, 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 do. I'm going to do that every time we go to the art corner. Now, now from now on, it's yep, going to be do to do. It's going to be do to do. Dude, that's it's awesome. I've been thinking that you should, like, find some theme music or something or, like, or, or, like one dude on a banjo, like, ding, 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 ding. Just right in. Art corner. Art corner. Alright, so, uh, yeah, want to start off with music or animation? Uh, I'll start with music, screw Music! It. I'll go first. I think we've always done animation first. I think we've exclusively done it second, but go first anyways. Animation second? In fact, every episode we do it second. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I music guess I'm time. There, music. I've been, I've been flapping my yap a bit. Uh, so, starting with... Where all things start, the beginning. Um, <laughs> uh, OP brilliant. Yeah, just brilliant. Uh, OP one is interesting. Uh, I watched it um, on my good OP one. Well, yeah. there is just one. There, there is just one. So OP. Uh, 
I uh, I watched it on my good old country internet where yeah. where the quality wasn't always great. So like the first couple of times I watched it, we were looking at like 360p. Uh, uh, so like it didn't sound great, and like I wasn't impressed. But after we started watching it on the Blu-ray, when I brought over my actual disc and shit, yeah, um, I was very into it. Um, it's very fast-paced. Uh, it really sets you up. I wouldn't say like it doesn't set up the first handful of episodes really well because it's just kind of like this high-paced action. Like the visuals are all like super time warpy and crazy. Yeah, that's true. Um, it, 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 it's it's a very busy intro. I think. Oh, absolutely. Uh, both musically and animation wise. Well, actually, animation wise, I'll go into that later. But yeah, yeah, we can talk about it. Um, but. Musically, it's very busy, so a lot of the times it would be like, here's a bunch of crazy shit, and then here's character development conversations for yeah. however long the episode was. Um, Weird energy change. Yeah, but um, I, I grew to love it over time, just like almost everything in this show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this show was a bit of a slow burner, would you say? Yeah. Uh, well, it was almost like... It, it was like... Uh, uh, a candle that you're watching burn and like, man, that's a nice candle. And the cat jumps onto the counter and slaps the candle into just like a five gallon drum of like <laughs> jet fuel. And then it just blows up your whole house. And you're, and you're like, like man, that's a really not so cool candle. Uh, <laughs> what an analogy. <laughs> and that's a not cool candle. Blame the candle. Yeah, it's the candle. Not... Not either not, a not, the not cat, the remains of the cat, not the cat who slapped it into the jet fuel, or you who left well, a oh vat of jet fuel right next to a candle. Does it come in five gallon drums? I thought it would be more than that. Yeah, yeah, probably like twenty. Well, I met, I was, <laughs> I was gonna, I mixed five gallon <laughs> pail and twenty gallon drum. <laughs> Together and you know we got a five, a five gallon drum, five milk cartons. It's just the like smallest drum, just like this big. Like, oh my god! But great visual for yeah, great thing. great visual for the audio. It's podcast. like yay big. Yeah, you know how yay big is. It's about it's a little bigger than this, but a little smaller Other than, than this. that. Yeah, yeah. See, he knows. Why don't you guys know? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, OP one really fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's got some really interesting. Uh, grooves to it, um, like some some drum beats that I hadn't heard in a lot of anime. Like, there's of course the the completely necessary dance beat, the just for like a, a chunk of it. But sample that shit and make it our first song where you dub over us yeah. talking with music. Oh, uh, that'd shit. be fun. Uh, but uh, yeah, there there's like a breakdown part it went into a halftime part and it felt really nice um it felt very creative um the singer goes at it with a lot of emotion and it feels the vocalist does and it feels really good um uh but yeah lyrical content is essentially just foreshadowing the whole show which is pretty tight um and there's a point at which the lyrics change uh just for the last two episodes I think it's yes. the last just for just for the last plot arc. Yeah. When the uh, the lyrics 
when for reasons Urkel's going to explain yeah. it because it's really good. Yeah. Um, like, wait, what? What am I explaining? Because the lyrics had to do with what was happening oh, in yeah, the show yeah, yeah. at the time. <laughs> I was like, I was worried I had to talk about a plot thing. I wasn't remembering. No, no, no. Uh, no, but the lyrics changed to fit kind of like what's happening in the show. Uh, it's not so like the OP doesn't change at all. The melody doesn't change. It's just the. It just slips to verse two. Yeah, it's just different, uh, different uh, lyrics, uh, and it's really cool the way they they do that. Um, um, as for the music in the show, um, we see another show with great usage of theme and variation, which I talked about in the Fade Zero episode and the One Punch Man episode and the One Punch Man episode. I talk about it in the one punch episode. Nope. I I forgot. I don't you remember. No. Nope. I I might have talked. I feel like I, I was that, trying to think if I had talked. That about was it early days, time. man. I yeah. feel like we've been doing this. It was like for fucking months ago. I can't yeah. remember that shit. Um, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> what are we gonna do? Listen to the show. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it uses theme and variation really well. Um, with a, a really sad theme, um, that they use. Uh. Um, a couple of times they, they repurpose it onto, uh, a couple of different instruments. Um, the first time it's this really nice, sad piano bit. And then, um, uh, another time they put it on like a, it's more of like, uh, this, how do I explain it? Uh, they put it, well, they put it onto an electrical they put or, it on or a jeweler's harp and <laughs> No, I what th- is that? It's uh, I think something for like a for like a mouth harp or something. Is it? Yeah, a Jewer's harp. Oh, okay. I think it's something that those Jews use. <laughs> I like the the pause and the look at me for confirmation. Like, yeah. can I can is I this... say is this okay? Is this kosher right now? Um, yes, it's a jaw harp. Ah, it's just also called a Jew harp. Oh. Yeah, I, I know what a, uh, a mouth harp is. That's it's just also a Jew harp. Interesting. God. Old times were different. <laughs> yes. Yes, the past is in fact different than the current. Yeah, you could not get away with calling anything like a Muslim car or something like that <laughs> these days. Like, like, that shit would not fly. No, absolutely not. <laughs> because it's a car and cars can't fly. Uh, but anyway, the music during the show... What? You said Muslim car, right? Yes. Yeah. And the, you said that shit won't fly. And I said, yeah, especially because it's a car and cars can't fly. Such <laughs> a shitty joke. These are the jokes, folks. It took me literal time to process. <laughs> and it was not any funnier with the explanation. <laughs> oh, we'll see. We'll let the people decide. Dude. Uh, not one person has liked, commented, or subscribed to this shit ever. You <laughs> will not hear from the people. Okay. Like, comment, and subscribe if you don't want to like, comment, or subscribe. <laughs> uh, like, comment, and subscribe if you like Jews. Yeah, <laughs> dude. And if you don't, I mean, you know what that says. We won't explicitly tell you to like, comment, and subscribe anyways, because that would be immoral. Yes. But I will yeah. say... That every like helps our stats. Yes. And we're trying to get sponsored all, out here. All I care about is We won't stats. denounce you, but it makes our numbers look better. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, no. But, uh, anyway. Um, I'm about to get hashtag 
Me Jude. Yeah. <laughs> me Jude. Uh, the music during the show was pretty good. I was talking the theme variation, electric piano versus normal piano. Um, uh, as for the sound design, um, it was really good throughout it. Um, Except for one There point. was one part that was awful. There was one there was two parts that I want to talk about in specific that were really good in my opinion. Um, there was a part where there was like a fist fight um, nearing the end of the show where they brought in some like real old school anime fist fighting Ooh. noises. With like Fist of the North Star shit or something? Uh, I don't think like that. Old. But like, like, like real, like almost like those sound effects gave me nostalgia to like childhood cartoons kind sure, of sure. like they were very like not the sound of somebody punching <coughs> or blocking or anything like <laughs> yeah. that it was very very like, anime doom, doom. Ah. yeah it was it was interesting and i i really liked that and then there was a really nice scene change um where uh it was when uh moy Moaka. Moaka, really close, uh, dies, um, and everybody's just kind of freaking out, and there's like this buzzer noise that's going yes. off that's just like <clears throat> piercing, and it goes on for an uncomfortable amount of time, uh, and Mr. Braun had just killed himself because he couldn't get out of the, the, the like CERN syndicate, like he was like, I can't leave, they'll come after me and they'll kill my kid. The only way I can guarantee my kid will be safe is if I die. And then he kills himself. Yeah. Uh, and then this, like, buzzer thing's going off. Uh, and then just moment... I'm not even going to say just when it gets unbearable. Noticeably after it gets unbearable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you're, like, about to reach for your remote to turn the volume down. It cuts to his daughter's bedroom and it's her alarm going off and she shuts it off. Uh, and you're like, oh no. Uh, yeah, it's just like, pulls on the heartstrings. It's a great transition. It feels really good. Um, you're right. It is, it goes a bit after it gets uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's a lot to deal with. Um, and then the one time that was pretty rough was, uh, it's the same issue that I had with... With Lelouch the, of the, the Resurrection. Lelouch of the Resurrection. What a um, shitty movie. Oh, man, that movie was rough. Uh, but uh, he, there's the point after um, uh, Okabe jabs himself in the stomach with his own hand to bleed himself out more, uh, where the blood is dripping on the floor. Uh, and it's the same thing with the footsteps from that, where I was criticizing that, where it's just the exact same sound bite repeated. And there's like a point where like multiple droplets hit the floor. Uh, and there's like phasing issues and like, it, it's like, it starts to like get really nasty because when you layer the same sound over itself too many times, um, what that does is, uh, it peaks specific frequencies, uh, because you know, if I like snap, there's specific frequencies that that snap has. So if I snap, repeat that snap on top of itself, it just amplifies those to oblivion and it sounds like garbage. 
Um, That's really cool. Yeah, there's a little bit of little bit of music stuff. So like, hey, if you ever yeah, you always have the fucking like legit information. I'm like, show look. Sometimes like trash, but also pretty. <laughs> like, I just can't fucking quantify it in any oh, way. But oh. yeah, no, it's just that that part was rough. But other than that, sound wise, it was great. Uh, outro was all right, uh, better than most, but yeah. not fantastic. I liked some of it. Yeah, um, I agree. I was I was very much not in love with the outro. Yeah, it it was it wasn't noticeably bad yeah. or noticeably great. Exactly, it it has the kind of like. It had the very like slow kind of minor key thing that I've come to expect with like high action shows where suddenly mm-hmm. they feel the need to like take away the tension yeah. and also you can move on with your day and they try to do it by by giving you the like the most limp dick end theme <laughs> ever. Yeah. And they just it's like oh, oh what the fuck. Yeah. So just it's always been a miss for me. But yeah, that's that's all I gotta say about music. Uh, animation, I just like in uh your li- no not not your line April in your name, this show plays with color and light the most as far as art style, uh animation quality. It's twenty eleven. It's good. I would call that like modern era of anime. I'd co- probably call like twenty fourteen, like the most modern era. But twenty eleven still has a lot of things that are very recognizable as modern. We're kind of ending... We are very much past the darker and black point. Yeah. Where, like, that was a very, like... I recognize that style of animation. Yes. Very much so. And and this this feels like it got past that. But this show has... Had, does actually the opposite thing of Your Line April. I mean, I keep saying fucking Your Name, which is that Your Name had a bunch of colors and also mm. your line April had a bunch of colors and it's just like every fucking color in their own universe. Whereas mostly Steinsgate used monochromatic whites and grayscale. Yeah, yeah. Lots of that. Yeah. Which is why I wanted to comment on the on the intro, because it was simultaneously it was very busy in the fact that there were lots of people and like it was really really crazy fast imagery and your brain was trying to process it. But it also gave the impression of being empty and bland yeah. by the fact that there were it was just it was mostly just whites yeah there was like no color in there and uh, with only like Kurisu's hair yeah being that's the, the only most fucking color that's the most I mean, aggressive it, it, color exactly in that whole intro. and and I thought that was so cool because it simultaneously gave the appearance of being very busy but being very empty simultaneously and I I, I loved that effect and there were lots of shots of characters on, on the roof especially with Okabe, whose trademark was, what, a white lab coat. Yeah. And, like, and, and in buildings, which are mostly white and gray, mm-hmm. uh, outlined by the most blue sky ever. Oh. A cloudless, like, like deeply chunkily blue sky. <laughs> yes. And, 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 like, and, and for big chunks of the show, that is what you see. White and blue. And I'm trying to think of... So... So those colors, sky blue and white, lend themselves to playing a lot with blocks of light. And it, so the show had, at times, an almost washed-out appearance. Yeah. But in a way that I think worked well for it. Yeah. I liked the art style. And then 
And then you would fucking go back in time and things would suddenly get crazy and there'd be some new colors and we'd see black and we'd see red and we'd see, and then we'd see neons and, and as the divergence meter fucking shifted around and it was like, well, something is clearly happening here. They almost used color as a storytelling device to show, to show the difference between like normal day and time travel day. And so they'd travel and so whenever we'd travel back, it'd be like, color, 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 white. And then... Again, and I like that. I thought that was I thought that was pretty clean. Yeah. But animation wise, there were some points where it, where it flopped. Like we said, Moka's death. I don't know if I could justify it. I just wrote down on my phone that it looked like trash. And then when I watched it on Tuesday, I also was like, I don't like how this looks. I was yeah. looking at, at with a critical eye because I was look, staring at Urkel, seeing when he would freak the fuck out. Yep. But uh, I do have some good reactions. He does. And I, I love it. It's so good. But, and I was doing that, but that just, it looked a little janky. D- didn't look great. There were times when, uh, like Eric said, some of the face structure degraded. Oh, yeah. Like I'm saying, Sometimes. just putty faces that somebody yeah. just reeled back and let go on. Yeah, very much so. But, yeah, no. It was a thing. It, 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 it was what twas. Yeah. And, but, yeah. So now, I felt like there there wasn't anything just like there wasn't like any super astonishing yeah uh, graphical yeah. moments in the I show. I think the show was mostly just okay visually. Mm-hmm. If the story wasn't so fucking phenomenal, mm-hmm. I would have the animation of the show would have just been like a real big drag for me. Yeah, but in this case, it just it mostly hit par. It was fine, right? Would you agree that it was it yeah. was fine? Yeah, yeah. But it was nothing Definitely more than fine. Nice and right, right in the bread basket, right in the middle, like just. And then the show kicked me right in the fucking bread basket. Dude, absolutely, every second of the way. No, um, unless you have anything else, I'd like to go into a quick host topic session. Oh, actually, I have host topics this time. Yeah, let's hit it. Um. Oh, actually, one thing. I wrote down a theme. I think the show had a theme to it that it was trying to, like, subtext to the main story. Okay. So, Okabe says about Daru, don't judge a book by its cover. This is when he's fixing the time machine and and, uh, and his future daughter and his future daughter comes up and is like, you know, for a, for a big old pervy chunk nerd, you're pretty good with this shit. And then Okabe's like, don't judge a book by its cover. I think that that's actually a major theme of the show. All the main, all the mainline characters are so much more than they seem. They either have secrets like Moika, or they're much deeper characters than first shown to us, like Okabe. And I, I had a hard time liking these characters in first, unlike your line April. But I grew to enjoy them a lot as the show progressed. They're just like incredibly socially awkward people who just like hang out together. And, and, like, I get that, because, like, I, I, I'm friends with socially awkward people. I am a socially awkward person. But, like, your line, April, I immediately felt like a camaraderie with the people. Like, I immediately felt like, oh, I like, I like hanging out and shooting the shit. They just feel like, like a nice group of friends. Mm-hmm. This, th- these people that came in, and I, I was not jiving on them at first. But, because no. I judged the book by its cover. And then once I grew to knew them, I fell in love with them. So I thought that was a really poignant line. And I think that that might be a big theme that this show is going with yeah. uh, un- underneath. And I agree with that. I definitely see that like some these characters definitely are introduced as two-dimensional and yes. then 
gain that third dimension as Very you progress so. through. Which I, I think that's a really awesome way to build characters. Yeah. Because uh, it's like, you know I what... I cared about them much more deeply. Yeah. Afterwards. Like, you, you start off and you know, like, all right, this is the basic gist of who this is. Yeah. You know, like... Because we've seen so much anime at this point. We, we tend, I tend to make some assumptions. Yeah, this like, it starts character. and you, you know the archetype that this person belongs to. Yeah. Uh, and shit like, like that. Like, Kurosu's the tsundere. Yeah. Got it. Like, check. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Mayuri, childhood friend that's, like, adorable. Yep. Uh, Daru, you know, chubby otaku. Yeah. Like, Right there. It's a big perv. Yeah, is is big perv. Um, perv? Yeah, I don't know what happened to my tongue on that one. I did a little perv. Beautiful cat. Thank you. Roll. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I, okay. I agree with you. The other thing I wanted to discuss was current uh, time travel-y shit what our current understanding in modern day science is of time travel. Yeah, there was there was a lot of stuff in there and I don't claim to know anything about science, but because like technically go for it. time travel is possible. It's theoretically possible actually. These we figured out that like but only time travel forward. Yeah. We know that the, in theory Mathematically, we can't can, you just like go fast enough. We can travel forward. Yes. Yeah. Einstein's theory of special relativity yeah. is the specific thing. Was it spatial? It's special. Oh. It is actually special relativity. Gotcha. So, I I, I have the Wikipedia article copied here. Oh. On my phone. Fancy. So, um. Special relativity indicates that. For an observer, in an initial frame of reference, not accelerating, a clock that is moving relative to him will be measured to tick slower than a clock that is at rest at, at his frame of reference. This case is called special relativistic time dilation. The faster the relative velocity, the greater the time dilation between one another, with the rate of time reaching zero as one approaches the speed of light. Uh, 299,790... Oh, uh, sorry. Um, 299,792,458 meters per second. Real quick. Yeah, yeah. Real Lightning McQueen Kachow speeds. Yeah, fucking. real, real Kachow. This causes Hours. massless particles that travel at the speed of light to be unaffected by the passage of time. Massless particles. Yep, because if you have a mass, it's been proven you can't get to the speed oh, of light. Yeah, yeah. But like, if if we were able to get the speed of light, and you sent up a twin, he would come down younger than the uh, than than the version than the other twin who stayed on Earth. Interesting. And you can actually see like crazy, like even like microsecond time dilation between a person who has like an atomic clock at the base of a water tower. Versus someone who goes to the top of a water tower. There's actual... Like, the clocks will be out of sync when you bring them back down. Oh, whoa. Yeah. That's really interesting. Like, like it's super tiny, but astronauts who go to space come back younger than they should have been. Just by, like, just by like little bits of time. Yeah. 
just tiny bits, but they're actually, but they've actually time traveled a little bit in the future, come relativistically. Yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah. Now the idea of traveling backwards in time, I think, is horseshit. Yeah. I don't. That's very much not in our current understanding of science, even with super black holes and stuff like yeah. that. I at least I don't understand the science of going backwards in time, unless we consider time as one constantly happening entity that yeah. we're just viewing in a linear fashion. Basically, if you think that all time is not pre past, present, and future, but it's all happening at once. Yeah. Like, you take a step back past the fifth dimension, and, like, so, this point... So, like, I'm holding up my cup. So, like, this point is this... This point is to this point as... As one... As, uh... Yeah, this point is to this point as... As passes to the future. They have no... One, me touching one side doesn't have to come before the other. I can just touch them separately. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so if you view time like that, then you can see actually taking a step outside of time and interacting with specific points along, as long as we view it in a nonlinear fashion. But now we're getting into, like, sci-fi fantasy stuff. Yeah. And, like, that, that kind of thing. But th th that's a very cool way I've, I I've heard of to think about time. Yeah. To think of it as one step backwards and as and as a pool instead of a river. Yeah. Well, yeah, as actually described as a string going down a river instead of a single instead of a single leaf, so you can touch in multiple points along that string. Oh, Ooh. that's really interesting. Yeah. Fuck, science is out of my goddamn range. He's the music, I'm yeah. the stem. I, I do music, he does the rest. <laughs> I, I, I do compoopers. Yeah. Now, so, my, oh, I, I have a quick question for you. Now, are we assuming that it was just the first D-mail he sent, the one about Kurosu's death, that threw them onto the beta timeline? Like, that one text alone went above the 1% divergence barrier because we, he literally changed the fact of her death with that one text. Yeah. So he must have gotten above 1% and flipped into a beta world line. So we didn't, we didn't talk, we forgot to talk about the 1% divergence. Well, basically, if you don't get above 1% between when you switch world lines, which is when you change some shit in time, your world line shifts. Basically... Yeah. It views time as like a bunch of different threads in like, in like a rope. And so when you change a thing, you jump to a different thread in the rope. And, but in order to get something major to change, you need to have more than a 1% change in the world around you. You need to get to another you rope. Need to get to, which gets you to a brand new rope. Yeah. So you're not... So like, basically, are we saying that like his one text about Kurosu's death flipped to, to a beta world line? Because it must have. Because if going back is above 1%, because as soon as he sent that one text, Kurosu lived. That's a major change in his understanding of the world. Yeah. But in... Her living is what causes the time machine wars. Or her... Her death causes the World War Three, yes. or it causes whatever the other reason she came back for was. What or, or it's Cern either CERN dominates everything. Yes, or but World she War lives III. or dies. Yeah, that's, and, and that's also 
that will also depend on whether or not, uh, like, he, um, Okabe changes the world around him. Like, like, up to the fact, like, as soon as he, as soon as he sent that text, Mayuri was, was as good as dead. Yeah. Right? Because, because, because Mayuri didn't, because Mayuri didn't stay alive until he undid the last text and killed Christina. Yeah. So he, that one fucking text must have been enough to to hit yeah. over the one percent divergence barrier and put him to a beta world. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like her death yeah. is what changed. What a lucky ass first text. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> he this mystical idea of getting over this one percent divergence barrier, which no one in the in the, in the future of time travel was ever able to do, was fucking enough. <laughs> Yeah, he just got him. real lucky on the first try. That's some shit. Yeah, yeah, that's some anime shit right there. Yeah, I just want to say. <laughs> the next thing was, what happened to the lottery D-mail? Oh, They uh, never undid that one. Oh, yeah, that's right. They just big skipped it. I guess the divergence on that one was fucking point ten oh one. As in Ruka, as in Ruka just bought the wrong lottery ticket, yeah. and that was all that happened because of it. Yeah, they probably. Whereas didn't. texting her mom eat broccoli yeah. fucking changed a human being's gender. gender. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess they probably didn't have to fuck how with was, it. Yeah, how was sending back correct lottery numbers completely ineffectual? Because it didn't oh, yeah, affect no, no, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he he actually he fucked up and he texted the wrong numbers, didn't he? No, um, uh, uh, uh... Ruka just wrote down the wrong ones. Ruki, Ruki, Ruki. Ruki! Ruki! Uh, Ruka wrote down the wrong numbers, so it, it, all it, all that changed was that she spent, you know, a hundred yen on a, yeah. a, a lottery ticket or however much yeah, a lottery so ticket would cost. A hundred yen sounds right. That's like, maybe a dollar. Yeah. Something like that. I have no idea how much a lottery ticket Great. is in America. Great. It's like two dollars. Is it okay? You, you never you never bought like a Powerball ticket? No. Even when it was like a hundred million. Surprisingly, no. I probably I'm surprised I haven't done For that. For two bucks, yeah. Chance to get a a hundred million. I'll chuck two bucks at that. <laughs> Why that not? is fair. That is fair. Fuck! I should start buying lottery tickets. Only when only when the pocket's yeah. really stupid high. Yeah. And you're like. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. My, my conscience literally would not let me pass up the chance for a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Even like after taxes and it gets taken a bit, but like, that's just like you're set for life, dude. Yeah. A hundred milli. Whoo. We could get like a real microphone. Yeah. And a real this, setup. Again, this episode sponsored by capitalism. Sponsored by capitalism. Yeah, winning the lottery. <laughs> capitalism. capitalism. <laughs> I feel like that's actually closer to communism. Yeah. And that, that was the definition of a government handout, almost. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this episode is no longer sponsored this by capitalism. This episode sponsored by commies. It's, it's sponsored by both now. It's, yeah, it won't take either. <laughs> Sub to us, hashtag economism. Yeah, economism. Yep. All right, I guess with that, yeah. do you have any final thoughts, my dude? Uh, not really. I think I expressed how I felt about just about everything. I mean, this is this is one of those shows where it's hard for me to get into like the good parts because I just so much was good. Like yeah. I can talk about the best parts, 
Yeah. But I could never tell you... Never express the emotions that I felt uh, no. through this entire show. Like, I could never, uh, like, explain to a, an audience, um, <clears throat> like, how everything made me feel and how everything's going to make you feel and talk about every good part because we'd be here for another hour and 45 minutes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like, I... I can just say that, like, this anime had uh, emotionally, uh, like, some of the, my biggest connection to a show, not just anime, but, like, TV show, movie, anything like that. Like, I've never felt for a, a cast, oh, excuse me, a cast of characters like I did this one. So, like, I really, I really can't stress enough how much you guys should check this out because of just how... Uh, how how much I think you'll care about the characters and like how it'll make you feel. Yeah, I can't recommend the show enough. Yeah, this is just like if you like shows that are well written and make you feel things and are just more than anime. It's just good TV. Like I would show this to anyone on my. I would show. I would. I don't know if this would be a great starter anime, something to get someone into it, but mm -hmm. someone who's at least familiar with the genre. Yeah, and they just want to like show them. Some amazing television, like this show is—it's beautiful, man. I, I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah, we have to get into something more controversial next time. Yeah, <coughs> so more, it's not just more gush fest or, yeah. or like hate fest, yeah. like fucking Lelouch. You find something that's just kind of like meh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I do have a show that I want to do for next time. And that was our one—it's been our one recommendation so far. Oh, and I okay. think we should do it. Up. Sweet. But I think. In honor of my area, I think we both know how we need to end this show. Do do do. -do. <laughs>